Welcome to Radio Boomers Live, the show about all things human from a baby boomer's perspective. All things hot and all things not. News, reviews, interviews, chat, text, and what's next. And here are your hosts, Risa Gray from Betty White's Off Their Rockers and Easy's dad, Jim Zuli. Good morning, Radio Boomers Live listeners around the world. Good morning to our Easy Way family. And good morning to our celebrity hosts. And happy things. Oh, happy St. Patrick's Day, Risa. <laughs> No, okay. no, 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 no. We'll change that one. Wrong holiday. <laughs> Where am I at here? Good morning, oh. good morning, good morning. Good morning. It's obviously okay. a little I, I must... early for Jim. <laughs> <laughs> it I, is I, I, the 4th looking... of July, Independence Day. God, I'm looking in my closet, and there's some St. Patrick's Day things I had in a box. I got to get on track. Anyway, yes, uh, happy Fourth of <laughs> July. It uh, definitely comes around quick. And you know, I'm hearing that uh, you know because of the fires, things like that. And there was also a, a very large company, one of the biggest, that was going to distribute the fireworks, but they're under investigation for something. So they closed them down. So all the cities, what they're doing now is having laser. Uh, displays instead of fireworks. Gonna, gonna and drones. They're going to have drones flying around. And they actually oh, wow. make the formation that uh, they can do the flag, they can do the flag waving, they can make it look like wow. sparklers raining down. That's, that's it, it's going to be a safe and sane, hopefully, Halloween. Uh, Halloween. Now, see, you've got no these. fire. <laughs> <laughs> We're going through I the holidays. <laughs> now I don't feel so bad. Okay, folks, we're looking at uh, we're we're looking at St. Patrick's Day, Halloween, and Fourth of July. It's going to be a fun oh. show. I'll wrap that <laughs> That's the baby life. boomer. All right, let's move into our uh, hot topic. I'd better say the right thing. Hot topic time. Okay. <laughs> Ripped from the headline. Today's hot topic. Well, my hot topic today happens to be me. That's right. Some of you might remember that I had a birthday way back on June 2nd of last month, and I am well past retirement age. I don't know what I'm doing still working, but I am. But I'm slowing it down a little bit. As much as I love being here every Monday morning with you at 10 o'clock, I am cutting down on all my activities. I keep telling Jim he needs to do the same. <coughs> oh, see, I'm getting all choked up. But um, I, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to be around. I'm going to be at activities. I'm going to come back on Radio Boomers Live every once in a while. But I am going more into semi-retirement. I, I retired and then I started working harder than I have ever worked before. So I'm going into semi-retirement. But I'm going to keep up. I'm going to be listening. I'm going to be around. I'll be at the at some of the events. And uh, I look forward to having a little bit more time off now. So don't don't act like, don't cry. Even though I'm getting choked up, don't cry. I'll be around and I'll be back. And I know Jim and Carmelita are going to hold down the fort because they always have a wonderful 
time on Radio Boomers Live in Carmelita's Corner. And I'll be back. Or as they say, I'll be back. I'll I don't do back. a very good snort. <laughs> <laughs> but at any rate, what's your hot topic, Jim? Yes, indeed. Reason will be back, uh, popping on every once in a while. But, you know, it's true, guys. You know, at a certain age, you uh, you keep going, but sometimes you slow down a little bit. I spent the weekend with two close friends. Uh, one I took to emergency room. Another one I've been watching over. And, uh, you know, of course, it, 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 I'm working with the staying in shape thing. So we're going to talk about that later. And... Uh, I'm actually working with the great. So we're going to go on a hard time. Okay, what's this all about? We've got the 4th of July. Independence Day is a federal holiday in the U.S., in the United States, commemorating the Declaration of Independence, which was ratified by the Second Continental Congress on July 4th, 1776, establishing the United States of America. It is known as a day of celebration to show one's pride as being a U.S. citizen, and is celebrated by fireworks and the barbecues. We all know the routine, now laser light shows, uh, so on and so forth, parades. And that's basically what it is, because a lot of people, okay, what is Labor Day? What is Fourth of July? That's that's kind of the gist of it, okay? Fourth uh, of July travelers face thousands of flight delays and cancellations, leaving many to make other plans, about 12,000 cancellations uh, or, or delays and hundreds of cancellations. So, you know, when you go to the airport, check things out or call first, make sure you can get out of town. Stocks kick off July with gains after the S&P 500's worst halt since uh, going back well, about uh, 20 years. This has been a low one, but, you know, everything's coming back. The Ukraine continues its battle to hold ground against invading Russia. The last a city in, uh, I believe it's Lutensis, has fallen. Ukraine retreats but allows forces to regroup and counterattack. And there is a, a Ukrainian flag is also being raised as in another area the Russians retreat. So it's back and forth thing, tit for tat. Summer in America is becoming hotter, longer, and more dangerous, they say. The high heat dries out the areas, leaving them, uh, you know, primed for the fires. Everything's dried out. That's the problem. It, it rains. And then how does rain have to, what does it have to do with fires? Well, the rain makes all the grass on the hillsides grow, dries out, and there's more to burn. Uh, and, and especially there's been a lot of heat out in Reno and uh, Vegas uh, areas. So when you go out, kind of be, watch the heat. You know, you don't want to get heat stroke or something like that. And it's don't forget, it's not just the fires. You, you don't want to go around those areas. The smoke is very bad for you. Home prices cooling a bit. Uh, the rapid rise in the home cost, uh, it's the interest rates and, and the high cost, the heavy, well, the inflation was off the charts. I've never seen appreciation like this. But when you go past what people can afford, it's going to slow down, it's going to stop and maybe drop a bit. But then you have the, you know, three, 3% rates going up to six and closer to seven. And that combined together slows down the market. Imagine a medicine that reduced the death of, uh, you know, that reduces uh, deaths in breast and other cancers, uh, lower the risk of diabetes by 75%, disease, Alzheimer's, and uh, the list goes on with almost every ailment. 
what's this magic pill? Well, it's called exercise. And the key is to get started, okay? Because uh, more and more research, research, research is being done to find out, you know, if you just get in, it doesn't have to be a super gym you're going to or anything, a basic exercise routine and get used to it, it will it'll change, change you. Sesame Street episode had a uh, one that was a little bit too scary, and they had to ban it. Uh, we'll stop there. Time's up. Jim, time to leave the stage, and let's go on a commercial. And our special guest, Tom Filtago. Born to Age magazine is the premier publication for seniors and their caregivers. It is a resource guide and directory that points seniors, their families, and their caregivers to all of the best resources as people age and face the end of life. Whether you are looking for an independent living facility or an in-home care agency, Born to Age is sure to have what you need. Visit us at borntoage.com. The professional speaking industry is a multi-billion dollar industry and the religious speaking industry is even larger. Yet both of these industries miss out on billions of dollars of sales and donations every year. They are desperately seeking ways to increase their revenue during events, immediately after events, as well as weeks later. They need a way of directly communicating with their audience during and after their speeches or sermons in order to achieve more connection and engagement. TextMe Leads answers this need with their unique use of technology and service. TextMe Leads enables all types of speakers to communicate directly with their audience during and after events. This dramatically increases immediate and long-term engagement. TextMe Leads even allows sales and contributions to happen during an event, which is when audiences feel most connected, and that's when they're most likely to buy. TextMe Leads, the missing link between speakers and their buying audience. Visit easywaytext.com to get started today. Get on the EasyWay train. Create your own free EasyWay wall profile. Connect with the best and network your way to success. Get your own commercial and consistently be promoted on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire, Google Play, Apple Store, Watch Free TV, Zonda TV, Voice America, iHeart, Blog Talk Radio, Spotify, Worldwide TV, Android TV, Samsung, LG, and numerous other Roku channels. Enhance your Google rankings. Give your brand awareness that turbo boost you need to close more deals the easy way. Contact us today. Call 424-209-9290 or text EasyWay to 55678. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Text easy way five five six seven eight, and boy oh boy, for the Fourth of July, uh, do we ever have a special guest? And when I'm saying special, I'm talking rare here, guys. We're talking rare because <laughs> there aren't many around. And uh, you you read about them, you see them in the history books, you watch them on the uh, the documentaries, and maybe in the movies. People that have been in World War Two are mostly just that's where they're at. And yet we have one on with us today, a World War II veteran. He served in the Navy. He uh, not only served in the Navy, he was kind of a a well-needed entity in the Navy. Uh, On the aircraft carrier Midway, they have, well, all the ships have radar systems. And Tom Caltago, we always have a problem with his name, or I do anyway, Uh, he helped develop the Loran system on that. And the list goes on and on. He was the founder of Better Visions for Children, and he's still doing that today. Uh, he was uh, the medical alert. The, uh, he'll tell us about that. Uh, 
Tom, are you on with us? Let's just bring him on. I can't keep going. This will take you. <laughs> Hello, Tom. Uh, good morning. Good morning, Jim. How are you? And we got Risa, Risa Gray, Tom. Sometimes you remember Tom. Hey, you might, Jim, you might use my nickname, Tom Cat. <laughs> oh, my, my, my. All right. <laughs> Reese, I have a problem with that. Chicago. What's her use that, Reese? How do you say it? Chicago. I don't say it. <laughs> no, oh, she's got it. You've got it. You've got it. So, oh, good. Okay. Well, so anyway, we got Tom uh, with us. And, uh, Tom, uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, we could say the proverbial, you're hanging in there. And you're always telling me, I think, uh, Jim, I don't think I'll be around next week. And I think you've been telling me that for, what, a couple of years now? (laughs) Uh, Hell, but I think it might be coming uh, true, Jim, some one of these days. And who knows? But you did something great for me, and I don't know if I should bring it up now. Bring uh, it up, Tom. Bring it up. Bring it up. Well, just a few days ago, I was really down and out. I could hardly speak, and I didn't think I was going to make it to the next day. And you, Jim, you brought a priest over. Maybe I shouldn't talk about it, but I'm here. I'm yes. Telling oh, sure, yeah. sure. And uh, he anointed me, and uh, I thought he was giving me anyway, I got my He got my confession and all that. And... Uh, and I guess everybody thought at that point I was gone. But the next day, I felt a whole lot better, and ever since then, even better. So there you go. I, you know, I walked into the room and it was like a different room. I mean, you you were glowing. I don't know what I don't want to sound corny or anything, but your attitude went from maybe a little the grumpy old man to a more. And then and then we uh, went to mass yesterday, so that was nice. And, uh, yeah, Jim, i got to tell you, uh, I, maybe I shouldn't, but that was the first time, you know, I was born cat, in a Catholicism, and that was the first time after my old 15th, 60th year, which had been about 80 years ago, that I'd been to a mass. Now, that, I don't know if we should share. <laughs> what a difference. <laughs> what no. a difference. In those days, Jim, well, it was all Latin, mumbo-jumbo. Latin. I could un- nobody could understand what they were saying. But this time, oh, it was in English. They had a band there. <laughs> okay, Tom, give, give me the response. Give me the response. Dominus Fobiscum. Et cum spiritu tuo. <laughs> ah, very good. That's not bad. Oh, no, we got altar everybody. boys here today. No, that's yeah, real. that was but nice, anyway, Jim. Uh, Tom has uh, Tom, Tom has been. Uh, I, I took Tom over to the uh, carrier. There's a, if you ever get down to uh, San Diego, Reese, uh, check out. Well, have you been down there, Reese? The carrier. I've been down there to the carrier. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right, so we went down there and uh, you know went up on this top of the deck there, and Tom and I were with the people. You know, they're doing a little event there, and. Uh, they had a uh, a little stage, didn't they, Tom? Yeah, yeah. And they were, what, the microphone and the the guy. I don't know if he was. Yeah, he was the host. Well, I got I got to inject him. I got to inject some here. In your inimitable way, you go to the MC and you say, "Hey, do you must I take your mic?" You took it anyway. <laughs> oh, I asked him. Is it, and, and you and you said you tell him what you said. Then and you, you take it from there. 
Well, I, I asked the audience, has anybody, I want to see a show of hands. Everybody here who served on this ship back in 1942 raised their hands. Well, needless to say, nobody raised their hand. And I said, okay, we've got somebody here that actually served on this ship back in that day, and he's here. And so if you want to meet him or anything, well, we went back down. Tom looked in the room where he actually worked uh, back in those, you know, in the war days, uh, in the radar room, which is kind of sealed off with with glass. You could look through. And then, he, you know, he developed Loran, and he helped with that stuff. And then when we got up there, there was a line of people that wanted to meet him. One gentleman said, this is the – what I, I forgot exactly. It was very impressive. He said, this is the most – a memorable day of my life. <laughs> wow. So uh, we got pictures and all kinds of stuff. And from there, it, it didn't end there. Here he was after, what, 70 years? And he's on the ship that he was on back during the war. And But it's a little different. Now he goes up there after meeting the people. He goes into a circle, and, you know, a big circle, and then somebody's dancing in the middle. They leave somebody else. So Tom gets in the middle of the circle, and these girls come up and are dancing with him. So I told him, I'm thinking, <laughs> would he have thought 70 years ago that I'm going to be back there, and, you know, seven years later, and be dancing on the ship with a bunch of pretty girls? What are the odds of that? <laughs> and there it was, Reese. I mean, you can't keep a good man down, I guess. And we, uh, <laughs> and I took him to the uh, – Risa, do you remember? Do you remember? Uh, like we're going back, guys. For the listeners, we're going back. Uh, Tom remembers. Risa, my uh, Archie Moore. Risa, do you remember? Uh huh. Of course. Okay. Archie Moore was the light heavyweight champion for ten years. Broke records. Well, that's a long time to be a champion in the ring. Well, Archie's son Billy Moore has the ABC Youth Foundation, which Archie started a long time ago, and he carried on the torch. And I took Tom down to the event, which he made it to the entire event. And afterwards, we went to uh, went to a nice the, the barn, which is a very nice restaurant in uh, in Ramona. And they had a, a nice uh, band, and it's a first class restaurant, remodeled everything. And here Tom was on the dance floor with six women dancing. I mean, <laughs> he reminded me of Flint, in like Flint, or our man Flint there. So. Here's this guy telling me that I don't know if I'm going to make it another week, and yet he's up there dancing with the girls. I don't know. So, <laughs> so with that, Tom, uh, you you had uh, an experience. I'm, I'm talking, guys, wait till you hear this stuff. I'm talking some real history here that most of our listeners, in fact, I think all the listeners are going to know at least one of these individuals. I don't know if they're going to know uh, – the other one I know Rifa knows. But before we get to those two individuals, uh, you had an experience a while back, Tom, like, I don't know how many years ago, but where your your mother had fallen down, right? Right. right. Yeah, she fell down, couldn't get up, and uh, uh, it wasn't for a nosy neighbor. She died. And I went back there. This is the Boston. I'm out here in L.A., and so my brother... There wasn't any way of getting help. Uh, the phone company, only one phone company, AT&T, and they wouldn't let you build anything that plugged into their, their lines. If, if you did that, they were like Nazis. They could come out and turn off your phone service. Anyway, so I come up with a, a device that does exactly that, makes phone calls. <laughs> you trigger it with the little device you have around your neck. 
And uh, it was just a horrible experience. It took me three and a half years to get the FCC to approve of it. But in the meantime, I sold a bunch of them to the VA and saved some lives, and I got a lot of major publicity and everything, Time Magazine, Reader's Digest, and so on. Went down to Australia. I got the approval in, from the FCC there in three days, three days. Wow. Three years up here, three and, days in Australia. Yeah. And the uh, the talk show host, who was that that uh, you, you were talking to me about? uh, uh who was oh, that, down that, there, uh, you mean in, in Australia? No, the uh, the celebrity here in in the U.S. Oh, uh, well, I, I had several of them. Uh, Regis Philbin was Mil- one, Mil- and Milton Burrow was the big Mil- one. Yeah, Milton. Yeah, Milton was. Yeah. He became my spokesperson for the medical. He was incredible. He was absolutely incredible. He was on all the time, funny all the time. And every time he met somebody, he pulled out his, his medical alert uh, transmitter, you know, around his neck. He said, "I got mine. Where's yeah. yours?" <laughs> <laughs> and, He's a great guy. Uh, and then we, and then you said Regis, and you were at a at a screening or at a studio waiting to come out on stage. And they went back and they asked for you, not not Regis, right? Oh no, no, I was on the Regis Philbin show, and and and. Uh, Milton took me there to the studio over here in L.A., and uh, when we got to go on the air, Regis said to to, uh, to uh, <laughs> Milton, "Okay, Milton, you but you just stand by here because it's just uh, Tom that I want to talk to." <laughs> <laughs> and he, he had, you know, he did this funny face that he's famous for, and he sat there and watched the interview. <laughs> wow. Okay, so now. Now I want to. This is this is pretty interesting because I don't think there's anyone in the world that has gone to this baseball game that's still around, especially this one particular game, which was probably the most famous baseball game ever of all the games played. This one particular man that was up to bat uh, was broke the records for fame when this happened. And that game was the last game that was played by Babe Ruth when he hit his last home run, right? And you were there. You saw it, right? I was there. It was a place called Braves Field. That was when Boston had two big league teams, the Red Sox and the Braves. He started life, by the way, with the Red Sox, and then the Yankees took him over. And But when he retired, he didn't really retire. He went to the Boston Braves and he just played long enough to hit his last home run, and it was really something. He could barely make it around the bases. He was really not doing well at all. And the crowd just went furious. I mean, it was just a thing to see. And you, Hell of a guy. Wow. I mean, you, you saw that. That's like in the history books, that was the most famous hit ever, and you were there watching it, and the crowd went nuts, huh? I, I think now, it was there, probably, yeah. It was the last game Babe now, Ruth ever played. To get to him would have been nothing short of impossible, right? Everybody wanted to get yeah. to Babe Ruth. you got to get through a 1,000 yeah. people. But yet you were actually with him because, uh, again, very few people are going to know this, but you were on the golf course with Babe Ruth because you were caddying for some of the biggest names in golf, which Ruth might know a couple 
uh, I remember a couple. What were those names of those famous golfers? Oh, Ben Hogan. There was a foursome. Uh, ben Hogan was one of the. He was a the lead golfer in those days. And then Gene Harrison. Gene Harrison was one of them. The third guy I can't remember his name, but the fourth guy was Babe Ruth. <laughs> and Babe had a funny Babe way Bruce, of teeing up his golf ball. Oh God, yeah, he teed up about seven or eight inches off the ground so he could hit <laughs> the ball like he was swinging a ba- at a baseball, you know, sideways, and he'd hit <laughs> them a mile. He'd hit them a lot further than than the pros did, but they, they always hooked a slice, and he, he could almost never find them. His caddy went berserk mm-hmm. trying to find the balls. <laughs> so, 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 Rita, do you remember Ben Hogan? I remember the name. Yeah, I was, he was, was not uh, a big. I was not a big golf fan. I'm still not a big no. golf fan. Well, at, at that no, time, at that time, at, at his prime, he was a Tiger Woods and rolled and several yeah. all rolled in one. He was well, that's yeah. why I remember his name. I remember he was famous for golf. Yeah, I'm not a big golfer, but I, I remember, you know, Tiger, well, of course Tiger was, but Ben, ben Hogan, I remember some of those names. Uh, and, of course, but, I know Rita, Babe Ruth. Of course. But Rita and I are not big golfers. Uh, we're going to get out there and try it sometime, but for now, it's on hold. Uh, now, there's another one I know Rita knows, uh, the name for sure. And a lot of our listeners may the the older ones. You you were actually very close friends with Jane Mansfield, the actress uh, that was actually had the fame of uh, Marilyn Monroe back in those days, and that was kind of due to your invention, right? Yeah, that was a I I made the uh, first pocket size walkie talkies uh, so that firemen this is what they needed it most, and that firemen could carry them into the fire and communicate with the guys with their progress on the, on the street because uh, not too long before this, there was a big fire up there in Boston. Five of them were killed because the roof fell in on them, and they could, didn't know. The guys on the street knew what was going to happen, but they have no other community. So I, I came up with these really small walkie-talkies they could put in their pocket and use earphones and talk back and forth uh, to their parties on the street. And that saved a bunch of lives there. And you you actually uh, kept a relationship going because uh, Jane was actually a, a, a pretty uh, aware individual when it comes to some of that. She helped you with the branding, right? Oh, she did. She did. She's a gorgeous lady, but she had she was really a smart lady also, and she was a great asset. Great asset. Well, and then you, uh, okay. So let's fast forward a little bit to where uh, we met, and uh, that was in Anaheim Hills, and. You had a very nice home at Anaheim Hills, and, and Eric and I came over. Tell us a little about when that uh, when you first met Eric. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was kind of funny because uh, Eric uh, knew what I had done with the medical art, and uh, as soon as you guys came out of the house and you introduced me to him, he fell on the floor and said, Help, I can't get up. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it was kind of cute. <laughs> And you, yeah, and you've uh, experienced a little bit of the easy way life. What, what do you think of the last, uh, you know, your episodes traveling around? How did you enjoy yourself? <laughs> uh, a lot, Jim. A lot. Really, it's, it's been transformative, and uh, 
I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate what you've done for the foundation, and I look forward to a number of years, I hope, <laughs> of uh, working together. I oh, want yeah. to see that we we got a lot of stuff some... to do. There's a lot of stuff coming oh, up. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you're feeling good, we're going to take you to an event uh, honoring, I think it's the 14th annual uh Appreciation for Veterans coming up on the 27th, I believe, and uh, we're going to get you down there as a special guest and so on. But uh, 4th of July, guys, uh, that, that's what's going on today, and Tom took his time to come on and make a little fireworks happen, and I think these stories are one of a kind, and uh, we want to we appreciate you, Tom. And, uh, you know, I think one of the things that really you, that you have and, and that you have laughter, you uh, you pull laughter out, and laughter is the best medicine, right? You, you have it a good really sense of humor. is. It really is, Jim. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, that's an important thing. But anyway, our time is up, Tom. We want to move along here, and we'll be in touch. And thank you again okay. for coming on. Okay. It's always great talking to you, Tom. Happy Fourth of July, and thank you for your service. Thank you very uh-huh. much. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Tom. Bye bye. Well, Rick, there's some stories that you don't hear every day. <laughs> That's true. New Babe Ruth and New Jane Mansfield. like those days are in the past. Uh, so what are we doing, Rick? We got uh, commercial and Carmelita, or is just Carmelita coming right out here? You got a commercial and then Carmelita. Carmelita's corner. This right, is expansion. The broadcast that focuses on expanding the profile of businesses, entrepreneurs, and artists. In these unprecedented times, an efficient balance between brick and mortar and broadcast is essential. Expansion gives businesses, entrepreneurs, and artists the opportunity to express their vision on a vast network of platforms the easy way. I'm Jason Spann. This is Expansion. are about to experience Carmelita's Corner. Carmelita's song, Rosebud, made it to the top 40s with the godfather of soul, James Brown. She's the founder of the Rose Breast Cancer Society. Now here's your host, Carmelita Pittman. Well, hello there, Radio Land. Happy Fourth to you today. All right. And I've got a special guest coming your way because he just happens to have been born on the 4th. How about that? (laughs) And uh, I also want to invite our hosts, uh, Jim Zuli and Risa Gray, to come back on and join us on this segment. Uh, So uh, before we do that, I would like to start out the program with uh, God Bless America. Uh, Engineer, can we put that on? Well, I would sing it a cappella, but there we go. <laughs> As the storm clouds gather far across the sea, let us swear 
connected in a sense to being a good patriot, and that's being healthy. I mean, Absolutely. you can't you can't do anything if you're not healthy. And that's right. So, and we really do need to be careful what we put in our bodies and treat our bodies like temples, because that's what they are. And uh, exactly. let me ask you, Wayne. Wayne let me uh, ask you, what is your feeling, or, or how do you look at the Fourth of July? What What is the most significant thing about the Fourth of July to you? Well, you know, um, I just uh, the Fourth. I just happened to be on the Fourth, and as my mom tells me the story, that uh, she was uh, on a picnic. Uh, I believe probably July third or something like that. And um, so I was expecting to become coming a little earlier than that. Um, but as it, as it was, I, uh, she, she went into labor and uh, things started happening. She was rushed to the hospital and it was on July 4th. And uh, she says that the doctors weren't expecting me to arrive on the 4th, but she was already there in the hospital. And then suddenly here I am on the fourth. There you were. <laughs> and so what it means to me by being on the fourth, I was born on my grandfather's birthday. So everybody was kind of waiting around for my birth. And uh, I, so I must have been quite a present for my grandfather <laughs> on his birthday. And so the fourth to me means when I see fireworks and the celebration, I know that it's, an, it's a day of independence uh, from the British uh, colony uh, history with uh, Franklin, uh, Jackson, and um, and Adams. But to me, when I when I celebrate my birthday and do fireworks, it means freedom. Uh, freedom as me as an artist, as a musician, I traveled the world, and to and then later on expressing myself, having the freedom to express myself, and seeing that in other countries they don't have the same privilege. So. It's a big deal to me, the the 4th of July, so I really do appreciate being born on this day. Well, that's an excellent, uh, excellent uh, summary uh, in a nutshell, so to speak, because freedom is, I would say, the number number one thing that came out of the 4th of July. And actually, freedom is something that we cannot take for granted is something that we need to be on the alert to safeguard. And as a matter of fact, uh, our country has just <laughs> escaped uh, what could have been the end of democracy. Those of you who have been on the alert know what I'm talking about, uh, January 6th. Uh, and that was something that has never happened in our country before. But... Uh, here we are, and we we all have things that are in common. I mean, it doesn't matter which side of the fence you're on. We all want freedom. We all want the pursuit of happiness. And we all want the uh, pursuit of being independent, too. We don't want people to dictate to us uh, what we can say or what we can, uh, how we can dress or Things of that nature it depends on the situation, of course. You know, I mean, there are some um, situations where, you know, things are not always appropriate, and it's not 
a good idea to yell fire in a theater, for example. You know what I mean? Right. But 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 for the most part, you're absolutely correct. We are in a country that is has wonderful wonderful freedoms. And by the way, I love all of our holidays. You know, we really have beautiful holidays. And I remember when I was a little girl, uh, I I grew up for a while in Sacramento, which was the capital of our state of California. And my grandmother took me to the park and they had fireworks. That was the first time I'd seen fireworks. And I was just fascinated. And I remember as a little girl, I must have been about four years old, I started out drawing and being an artist around that age. I drew a, a, a picture of the fireworks, and I still have it, <laughs> believe it or not. Wow. I, yeah. Yes, I have a library of video with fireworks. And, uh, yes, I, and uh, our society has changed dramatically with the technology of uh, people expressing themselves, uh, the social media revolution, and um, this coming from so many different angles uh, that people get to express themselves artistically, politically, and uh, spiritually. And uh, so to be a part of this era and uh, an expression, like uh, having YouTube and, and Instagram and Facebook, where I have a lot of my work on, uh, is really, it gives you, it's very supportive to an artist to be able to um, distribute their work and express it with such a mass audience um, through this technology today, which I'm part of uh, in the early stages of the digital revolution. Uh, I used to build computers and uh, learned the, the meaning of binary language uh, early and what it meant and by these codes and numbers and um, uh, I think a lot of people didn't uh, had no idea the fu- what the future was going in that area of technology, and it's in some ways it's kind of unfortunate to left a lot of people behind uh, that are not on board with the technology. But um, I enjoy it, and it's ever expanding and growing, and uh, I'm really glad to be a part of it. Well, it really is amazing, you know, and. Uh... Like I said, freedom is is not really free. Uh, We're very fortunate to be in a country where we can express ourselves, at least to a degree, you know. Uh, There is a movement, unfortunately, that I've noticed on the horizon where people are being restricted for being who they are or or even being able to to wear the, the clothing, the colors, you know, <laughs> that they like, um, or read the books. I wasn't, I wasn't mm-hmm. aware of anything like I wasn't aware of anything like that. Well, can you expound a little bit? Yeah, on, uh, we're talking about what's happening in Florida. I don't know if you're aware of some of these changes that are being made, uh, or, or even uh, reference to some of our historical facts. You know, like uh, uh, Black history is being—I uh, guess you could literally say—whitewashed. Because uh, there are certain elements of it that they wanted to change the word slavery to uh, a involuntary, <laughs> involuntary uh, servitude or something of that nature. I mean, just stuff that's happening that's unbelievable. And 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 six people sitting on the Supreme Court have literally 
uh, roll back the beginning of our constitutional uh, rights. I mean, these are rights that are on the chopping block. Uh, voting rights, uh, civil rights are rights that have been fought for. And uh, if people aren't, aren't uh, alert, they mm-hmm. may be at risk of losing their rights and have to fight for them all over again. So we really need to be aware of what's going on. Uh, it does really matter who we put in charge to lead the country. Uh, so, you know, if we want to keep our democracy alive, we really need to be on the watch. And as yeah, Lisa always says, she says vote. Right now the voting rights have been under attack. Um, they, you know, through several legislatures throughout the country with these new restrictive laws, there's even one law uh, that if you give somebody a drink of water while they're waiting in line, they've been waiting in line maybe two or three or four or five hours, that that is a cause for them to be arrested. I mean, some of these yeah. new laws are just absolutely off the charts. So uh, it needs to be addressed. People need to make sure that everybody can vote. Uh, there are some countries where, uh, you know, it's it's like a holiday, and I think it would be a great idea to have uh, a holiday just so people can vote. Yeah, I agree. I agree that uh, that at the same time, because of the uh, the movement in technology, there is a positive side to that that you can make change. Uh, especially me as an artist, I feel that. Uh, it is a powerful tool to be able to uh, express yourself in such a, a massive way through uh, social media. So there's there's a little downside to it and uh, and what people think, uh, but at the same time we still have options and we do have still have choices to make. And uh, through the arts, I believe that is going to be the most powerful change. Yes, uh, and the arts. Let's. Let's put it out there. I believe that the arts are not only healing, but the arts can help safeguard our freedom. And on that note, I want to thank you, Wayne, for coming on Carmelita's Corner segment of Radio Boomers Live um, and um, being a great guest. And I look forward to continuing the projects that we have started, Uh, you being a great artist yourself uh, we started a documentary some time ago that is still in the works. It's just as you know, I'm multitask and I've got my hands in so many pies <laughs> that I haven't yes. gotten back around to it, but it's still in the works, believe it or not. I've been going through hundreds of photographs that are just really, you know, bringing back memories. It's just wonderful going through all these these photographs. Uh, and uh, we'll soon be working on on the uh, anniversary video. So I look forward to that. And and uh, can you give them a website or anything of that nature so that they could hear your your drums, your your projects that you do? Yes. Uh, well, mainly my work is on YouTube right now uh, under Wayne Hoggett. Uh, and I'm working on a series right currently right now called Languages of the Drum, the Voices of Culture which have to do with all the drums uh, and different cultures and how they speak to their people and representation. So me being a percussionist, uh, playing multiple drums and travels, uh, it's been quite a journey, and they're very interesting in studying these drums and the relationship to their people, Uh, like uh, Japan and uh, Africa 
and Brazil, and India. I've covered and interviewed all these drummers. Uh, and it's, it's amazing the language uh, being associated to the technology today because the drums were a means of communication in every culture uh, in, in the beginning, and now it's turning into, uh, into social media or uh, human communication in, in different ways. So I'm very proud to be uh, doing a project, producing a project like that now. So, well, congratulations, hang, Wayne, and hang in, and hang in we'll, there because you, we'll leave you know, it there. Uh huh. Okay. Looking people. at the clock now, we're going to have to to say goodbye to our listening audience. And again, thanks for coming on and being a great guest. Thank you so much for inviting me, Carmelita. comment about you know what it's the fourth of july and i don't know if you made a comment about uh it, it, let's say here we are at the fourth of july well you're more on point than than i was when i started out i'm i'm mentioning uh what was it st patrick's day and i think uh <laughs> I, my my buddy here followed up with halloween <laughs> yeah i'm having a safe and sane halloween when i'm really having a safe and sane fourth of july <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Carmelita, can you answer a question? Okay, okay I'm no. waiting for the question. Okay. How how the heck do these holidays come up so fast? I That's feel like a good question. <laughs> it is. It's a good question. I don't know. Good it just Lord. seems like uh, you blink your eyes and... The next thing you know, you know, is that we'll be celebrating Thanksgiving and then Christmas and then here we go again. But it's just, it's just, all right. Okay, yeah, I'm right here. I hear Eric's theme song. Here he comes. Yeah, yeah. Well, if that's the case, Carmelita, I don't have to take my tree down. Well, I, I'll just leave I, I it up. I heard, I heard party There we time. go. I want, I want to be a part hey, of the Eric. first uh, Easy Way Family Party. Hey, guys. All right. Hey, Welcome Eric. to the Thanks. party, Eric. Hi. <laughs> 
We got all uh, the lines, podcast All the lines are open. Or... Engineer has opened all the lines. If you guys are out there, say hey, and where are you calling from? Oh, so cool. Do we got uh, Tom? Uh, Tom was going to come back on. Did we get Tom? What? You... Yeah, Tom I'm Alita. here, Jim. I'm, I'm here. Hey, I'm Tom. chewing on something. So, I'm here. So, Tom, this is Carmelita. You met Rita Carmelita. This Hi, is Tom. Tom Catalogo. He was our guest. How are you, Carmelita? I'm doing well. I'm blessed and bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Carmelita, do you you remember some of the people that we were talking about with Tom, like Jane Mansfield or Babe Ruth? Do you remember those names? Well, I can't say I remember Babe Ruth, but I know of Babe Ruth. And I definitely (laughs) remember Jane Mansfield. Oh, yeah. So... Do you, you remember you Louis? Do you remember Louis Armstrong? Oh, of course. Of course. Well, I I think everybody remembers Louis Armstrong. I remember. Well, him he on. he is. I when I was living when I was living in Greenwich Village uh, years ago, New York, he would come in and play at the uh, very famous uh, 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 venue there, Village Vanguard, and. Uh, if you stayed on, they closed officially at 2 o'clock in the morning, but if you had a couple of drinks in front of you, you could sit there all night. And when he played there, well, that's what a lot of people did. <laughs> so uh, one night I'm there. He's a very personal guy. He's walking around, seeing a lot of people. He gets to my, my table. He says, uh, haven't I seen you before? <laughs> I said, yeah, you have, right here. And so he said, he'll go shake my hand, Louis Armstrong. And it was yeah. like a thrill. Yeah, the guy was an incredible performer, incredible. But, you know, uh, I, I have a friend, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, my husband and I had a double wedding. And uh, her, uh, she had a, a cousin, her name was, was Marjorie. And uh, she used to do a wonderful, um, uh, you know, uh, impression of Louis Armstrong, and I would say, well, hello, Dolly. Welcome home, Dolly. It's so great to hear you back where you belong. <laughs> yeah. But his big tune you know, was always to me, it was uh, It's a Wonderful World. That was such a great I Oh, I love that, that song. Oh, you that's know, a beautiful it's, song. It's funny. Yes. With his rough voice, and yet he had the most beautiful song ever. And it's his spirit, you know. He, he had such a great spirit. But that song, and yet people say, well, he doesn't have the most beautiful, smooth voice. But yet that song was unbelievable. And I liked him, if you guys remember. And see see who knows this. Was this the original? When I, uh, my movie was, when Satchmo started the movie off, and see, Tom, if you remember, with, uh, with it was a movie with Grace Kelly, Frank Sinatra. Oh yeah, Sinatra, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember and, that one. Yeah. Crosby. yeah. Okay, who who remembers the name of it? Oh God, no, I can't remember. But I I remember. I, one of the I, few movies I, I saw. I, I so sorry. I so sorry. Okay, I'll leave that up to Carmelita. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there it is. Keep now, singing, here's the, Jim. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Carmelita and Risa. Was that the original? Now, Tom may know because he goes back 25 years further than we do, but was that the original High Society with, you know, uh, Grace Kelly and everybody? Was that the original version of High Society, Carmelita? You got me there. Tom, do you remember? 
I I do not remember. My memory okay. is not too good uh, after the, the past week. I have trouble remembering what happened 80, 90 years ago. But uh, well, you can anyway. You can blend in with us because we're all in the same boat here. Well, Rita, <laughs> I think I shared this with you mm-hmm. in that movie mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. a sailboat called called True Love, and uh, and I thought that was the original. And yet one night, about two o'clock in the morning, I'm watching this very old show. <laughs> I mean, this is like back in the 30s. And a couple was sitting by the pool, and, and he pushes the boat out in the pool, and it zoomed in on it, and the back of it said true love. It was a little model boat. And I'm thinking, like, this is high society. But back 20 years before the one I thought was the original. So who knows, you know? But, uh, you know, a tune, a tune is coming in my head now uh, to true love, but I don't know if it's the right song or not. Uh, but I can hear this tune. La da 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 da. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, you got it. True love. Okay. You know, guys, they don't write tunes like that anymore, do they? Well, you've got John Michael Ferrari. Uh, he's written a beautiful love song. And by the way, I, I want to thank uh, John for giving us that last selection that we heard. I didn't uh, introduce it properly, but that was an original song that we heard after Wayne Hoggett went off the air by John Michael Ferrari. And I want to give a shout-out to him and to Pepper J. Happy Fourth. John, Mr. Music Ferrari. Yeah, John and Pepper. You got it. Carmelita, have you been out, Aretha? Have you been out to their ranch out there in Pernum, Nevada? I have not been to Pahrump, is how it's pronounced. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I I was there some time ago. My husband and I both were there. And that that, that teepee, they got a teepee, (laughs) a big teepee. Oh, yeah. And a a beautiful recording uh, studio, big, big building, and and the pool they have there with the barbecue and the stainless steel. Wow, it's really pretty. But and they've got did, little, uh, uh, little animals there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Eric and I have done, uh, what? how many Eric shows that we, have, we've we done at Pepper's in, at the Highlands? Uh, the Easy uh, Show, when I was doing the Easy Show at, at, uh, at Pepper J Productions, uh, we, I think we did a total of 56 episodes that was... Uh, on KXLA television and, and KDOC, and we're still going to be doing a lot of a lot of cool things with that episode. And speaking of John, I wanted to give him some love and and, and make sure that people know, uh, you know, that he, he's really he's really building what he's what he's doing with with music. He's an award winning musician, and uh, he recently, I believe, got brought on the the the, the board for the Grammys or voting or. Something. It was a major post that I saw. So he's making major strides. He's making uh, major things happen. So congratulations on that. And, and a big, huge shout out to um, uh, to Pepper J, uh, which manages uh, John uh, Michael Ferrari, and they've been friends, you know, friends friends of the Easyway family for probably over 12 years, maybe maybe close to 15 at this point. So we we know and love them. Everybody loves Pepper. She's uh, she's amazing. And uh, yeah. she had a beautiful, beautiful home in the Highlands, and uh, that's where we did the shows. And talking about a house of talent, wow! Uh, so many, uh, so many shows. And her her studio, 
just had pictures on the walls and on the ceiling. They were all put up there of all the different celebrities that have been there over the years. It's uh, pretty impressive when you walk in. But uh, well, so we want so, to say happy Fourth of July to everybody. The show—you got like one more minute until the show ends here. Uh, but happy Fourth of July to everybody and their friends and family. Hope you guys are safe out there. And thank you to all, everybody who fought for our country. Tom, thank you. Dad, thank you. Because uh, we wouldn't be celebrating our Independence Day if it wasn't for all of our veterans out there. And and remember what Fourth of July really means, guys. So thank you for tuning in to uh, Radio Boomers Live. Retha, Dad, Carmelita, go ahead and close it out. Okay. Well. We want to uh, safe and again have a happy and have safe, a right, safe and sane, safe and happy, sane. happy Fourth of July. Don't get too carried away with the fireworks and stay safe out there. That's right. Hallelujah. Oh, okay. I like that sane part. Instead of lighting your firecracker, instead of lighting the firecracker, you just turn on your laser and flash that around because that's, I guess, what's going on. Uh, with the laser you can't even shows. do lasers. Lasers well, can hurt your true. eyes. Yeah, yeah that's so true. So the, uh, the drones flying around, I think, are the safest things. They they fly in formation and make all kinds of decorations and all kinds so of stuff, but they're safe. So who in this group is doing a barbecue? Because everybody says 4th of July barbecues. Anybody doing a barbecue? <laughs> Probably not. I'm going to a barbecue. You're going to one, okay. Well, believe All it or right, not, so. I'm still fasting. I'm on a detox, so you guys have fun. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> All right, guys, so we got to roll up roll up the carpet here. And uh, till next Monday morning, uh, Radio Boomers Live. Uh, keep moving, keep the faith. Have a safe 4th of July, and we're going to be signing out. Happy 4th of July, everybody. Happy 4th. Stay tuned. Bye-bye, everybody. We might be turning Happy this into a Father Son Show uh, uh, soon here. We, we we don't know. We don't know what, what was going to happen, but keep subscribing so you can find out the easy way. Have a great great Fourth of July, and we'll see you guys on the next show. Toodles. Thank you for Amen. listening to Radio Boomers Live with your hosts Rita Gray, Star Betty White, Soft Air Rockers, and Easy's Dad Jim Zuli. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Boomers Live. Radio Boomers Live is brought to you by the Easy Way Broadcasting Network. That's the letter E, the letter Z, Broadcasting Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over the limit by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.